I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. What is up, beauties? This is the Bear of Texas, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I do apologize for being away for a while, but things have really been crazy, and I guess the biggest news lately, now that the Super Bowl is over as far as the Cowboys go is will we be able to re-sign Dak Prescott? Oh boy. And for me to do an episode today talking about Dak Prescott, it's certainly difficult because, as some of you know, I'm obviously not a huge fan of Dak Prescott. Some might say I am not a fan because, you know, I've had more than my fair share of criticism on the guy, which, as painful as it is to say, and I swear on my grandfather's grave, I don't say that just to blow a smoke up anyone's butt. It really does pain me to criticize the guy because, you know, his backstory, losing his mom to a disease at a young age, it makes me cry. It really does because I can't imagine how badly affected I would be if I lost my mom because doing these shows and, you know, somebody if there's somebody out there who has all the confidence in the world, who cheers for me, it's my mom. So, yeah, it, it, it hurts my heart to think that Dak Prescott lost his mom at a young age, but, but look... Over the last couple of months, I've, I've kind of made some, I've done a little bit of reconsidering because look, while Dak Prescott is obviously not the greatest quarterback, okay, the the and of course while some criticism is due, you know I've come to the conclusion look if we're able to sign for the right price, then I guess you know I have no choice but to shut my mouth and see how it goes, and and I'm not succumbing to anything despite what a certain guest uh, would love to say. But uh, in my case, you know, the Cowboys need a quarterback, okay? And while Dak Prescott is not the greatest, he does have some experience. And, of course, every now and then, he'll play great. But but there is the key, ladies and gentlemen, every now and then, okay? Look, what's been the problem with Prescott, r- really? But before we get into that, there's a couple things I gotta say, uh, I got to cover. Because it seems that from reports that are becoming as of late... It seems that Prescott and the Cowboys are just not able to come to a deal. Reports even say that they're, quote, not even close. You know, this is what I was worried, okay? Because, look, Prescott getting $40 million a year, I'm sticking to my guns. I still say it's not worth the deal, okay? Look. Because going back to 2019... I totally understand Dak Prescott did put up respectable statistics. But the problem is is that those good statistics would come against bad teams. Against good teams, you do not see the same amount of touchdowns and the same amount of passing yards, okay? And, and I still have to ask, how could we be okay with paying a quarterback that much money if he's not going to pull through against good teams? We can't pay a quarterback that does things right every once in a while. We need somebody that can do things right often. Um, it's not fair to say a guy that does things right all the time. Nobody is perfect, including the GOAT, Tom Brady, who just won another freaking Super Bowl. His seventh Super Bowl, to be precise. <laughs> That's got to be embarrassing for the Cowboys. You know, let's keep in mind, the Cowboys have won a Super Bowl since 1996. That stings. I can't say it stings a little bit. It really stings a lot. It's like having an open blister that's deep and somebody throwing alcohol on it. God, that burns. But the point is, look, 
I'll admit, I think maybe in the past, I'm, I just may have been a little too hard on the guy, but I still have to stick to my guns. The fact is, against good teams, we have not seen the results we are looking for. And I still have to stick to my guns and, and say that he lacks consistency, his accuracy is still in question, he has a habit of making unnecessary risks, which are certainly dooming, you know, they're, I should say they are certainly costly. Like when Prescott is under so much pressure, he tries to scramble around. He gets hit. And he fumbles the ball. We 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 can't risk that. If he's under that pressure, you know what? You might as well just go down and take the sack like that, okay? Because the last thing we need is Dak Prescott getting hurt, and that happened last season, okay? And look, after Dak Prescott got hurt, which was a nasty injury, which you know really honestly scared the hell out of me. And even though, obviously at the time, I, I did say that even though I'm not the biggest fan of Dak Prescott, it was still heartbreaking to see that because nobody deserves to get hurt like that. I mean, especially an injury that nasty, you know. And, I'm, and I'll be the first to say, if Dak Prescott proves me wrong, then I will be the first to come on back on this show, Cowboy Stock, and say I was wrong, okay. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. I'm not going to deny that, that, I've, that I've been wrong. I mean, I'm not perfect. I'm not always going to get anything right. The bottom line is, I will give credit when credit is due. And then again, I will criticize when it's necessary. Now, in Dak, Pre- Dak Prescott's case, we can't blame everything on him from what happened in 2020. Because keep in mind, the offensive line was banged up from day one of the season. Dak Prescott was basically you know, thrown into the wolves with, no, with very little to no protection at all. And yet, we still, see, we still saw some amazing plays, but the problem is we didn't see that enough. Okay. At this point, I'm I I really still have my doubts that the two are, are going to be able to reach a deal, a long term deal. While I did say that I don't think I don't want it to happen because you know, like I said, because of how things have been going with Prescott, you know, not doing things right, uh, often, you know, and you know those unnecessary risks again, the lack of consistency. The struggles with accuracy and, you know, sometimes the big struggle with completing deep passes and sometimes short passes, I don't know. But at this point, like, if we do lose Dak Prescott and we don't draft a good quarterback in the first round or we don't get a quarterback back, then we're in bigger trouble, okay? But the problem is, with with Prescott demanding, you know, so much and already turning down five deals, I mean, that already makes him look bad. You know, because every deal that he had been offered was more than reasonable, and for him not to accept it is a bit arrogant on his part. And believe me, folks, I don't like having to say that, okay? I mean, I have a, the story of Prescott, like I said, you know, it's heartwarming, but at the same time, this is not personal. You know, this is from a business standpoint, okay? The problem is, if the Cowboys do dump the money truck on Prescott, how are we going to be able to re-sign C.D. Lamb when his contract rookie is up? How are we going to be able to re-sign other players, you know, that are sorely needed? Like, like for an example, how can we re-sign Trayvon Diggs? I mean, Trayvon Diggs had, had a tremendous rookie season. Hopefully he can stay healthy and play better, and especially under new defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. The bottom line is, if we pay the guy too much money, it's, it's going to affect us. I mean, not only because there's a risk of Prescott not putting up a good performance— but because with salary cap issues, we won't be able to re-sign free agents that are badly needed. I mean, coming this offseason, there's at least a dozen free agents in the Cowboys 
and some of them have to be re-signed. Well, I'm, I know a majority of them will, will probably be let go, okay? And I don't even know who the Cowboys are certainly going to bring back. I mean, anything could happen. With the Cowboys, there's always salary cap issues. I mean, I don't remember the last time the Cowboys were able to sign a huge free agent. I know that we got Randall Cobb before the 2019 season. And I know that, you know, back in 2012, when we, when we got Brandon Carr from the Kansas City Chiefs, we overpaid him and really didn't get much out of it. It's always scary when it comes to salary cap, free agency, even the draft. There's always something that's troublesome and worrisome, you know, regarding the Dallas Cowboys. But, yeah, but I guess I should say we are used to that. But about Dak Prescott, look, despite the criticism I've had for the guy, okay, I do want the man to succeed, okay? But I think it's only fair, and I think it's probably only right if the Cowboys franchise him one more time, okay? Because we got to see if he can actually go the whole season staying healthy, and we got to see if he can put up a great performance in 2021, okay? Now, it was rumored that Kellen Moore would be leaving to go to Boise State University, and you've heard me say many times that Kellen Moore is not worthy of being the play caller, that he should relinquish the play calling duties to Mike McCarthy. And I know I, I still say that that should happen because the 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 problem with Kellen Moore is that it's not that I it's not that he okay obviously I don't have much confidence in him because there's still the questionable and conservative play calling that we've seen you know we saw a lot of that in 2019 we saw a lot of that this last season so. That that's my main concern as far as Kellen Moore goes. I mean, if he's not gonna get the rest of Jason Garrett out of him, it's gonna be worrisome. You know, it's gonna be a huge cause for concern. So that's why I say he should relinquish the play calling duties to Mike McCarthy. He can stay on as offensive coordinator, so he can learn under Mike McCarthy. A lot of people will disagree with me on that, okay? But I have to go with that, okay? You know, I don't know what it's like to be an offensive coordinator, so I can't unleash too much criticism on the guy. I mean, I don't know what it's like to call plays, you know, design specific offensive schemes. You know, it's not something that's done overnight. I mean, it, it takes countless hours. And, and from what I understand is that, you know, a head coach and an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, sometimes they got to stay up all night for days and days and weeks and weeks at a time to actually come up with the whole scheme. It's not that it's not easy. I mean, nothing is, especially for this show. I, I got to take notes, got to do my research, got to make the plans. I mean, Nothing in the world is easy, it's especially being a, a football coach, whether it's the head coach, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, quarterback's coach, secondary coach, yada, 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 the list goes on. It's brutal. But I, I have not changed my mind with Kellamore. Look, the fact, okay, even though I would have been happy if he had no longer been with the Cowboys, now that he's with the Cowboys, he, he's returned, you know, there's really no point of bitching about it, you know. Since he's here, it, it seems maybe it seems that like if Mike McCarthy has the has the confidence in him, maybe we should too. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go that route. I I still say Mike Mike McCarthy should be calling the offensive plays, but to be honest, I don't see it happening because you know when Mike McCarthy made it clear before last season started that Kellen Moore would be calling the plays, I still think Mike McCarthy is gonna stick to his guns on that one. Now now some might say. The problem from 2020 was because, you know, having to do everything virtually and, you know, training camp being, you know, messed up, everything because of the whole freaking, you know what, I, it's so frustrating, I don't even want to say the name anymore. 
but some but the problem is, you know, Kellen Moore was there in 2019 when there was a full training camp, but then again, that was under Jason Garrett. You know, for my for uh, Kellen Moore to maybe you know uh, tweak up his scheme a little bit, make some adjustments, you know, under the leadership of Mike McCarthy, it's certainly different. So, I I guess you know as far as Kellen Moore goes, maybe we should be a little bit more patient. Some might say, you know, really, I'm I'm succumbing to to the to the losing culture. But if you if you think that, then you know you're out of your mind. You know, really, I'm doing some more research and I'm and I'm kind of trying to be a bit more reasonable, be be a more realistic, and you know, not not be so uh freaking biased. You know, talk things over, do some reconsidering. You know, I guess in my in, in my case, I should say maybe I I shouldn't be so overreacting. The same thing goes with more. If if more proves me wrong, I'll eat my words. I'll come back here. I'll come back here and I say, well, Kel Morris proved me wrong, and I'm actually happy because when somebody proves me wrong, you know that they do their job. The Cowboys are winning games. Then, like I said, I will give credit when credit is due, and that's no sugarcoating, and that's not blowing smoke up anyone's butt. Okay. Speaking of Dak Prescott. Recently, he had another surgery. Now we all know he had surgery after the injury to uh, to repair his to repair the ankle, you know, which was completely shattered. I mean, when I saw that injury, when I saw his foot just you know turned that way, I mean, God, that was pretty freaking scary. And quite frankly, you know, I still ask myself to this day, how the heck was Dak Prescott not screaming in pain? I mean, some say, well, he was crying, so obviously because he was hurt, well. He was obviously hurt, but, you know, the fact is, you know, it's heartbreaking because, you know, when you suffer a gruesome injury, you can't play football for the rest of the season. And when you're a dude like Dak Prescott, when football is your life, it's your it's your life dreams and your passion, and an injury takes it all from you, of course you're going to cry. I mean, if, if I suffered an injury like Dak Prescott did, I don't know if I'd be screaming because of the pain or screaming because of the side of my freaking foot being twisted that way. Holy crap, that is scary. But anyway... Dak Prescott actually recently had a second surgery. According to the Dallas Morning News, the surgery was simply to just help strengthen the ankle further and clean up any previous problems from the from the surgery, from the pre- previous surgery, and from the injury overall. Basically, it's not a setback thing. It's not a situation where the injury didn't heal well or anything went wrong. I guess it's just one of those surgeries, you know, people would call it as a precautionary procedure to see if everything's healing well. There's anything that needs to, you know, anything that needs to be done to help things get better. I guess overall, the second surgery was merely a medical precaution, and reports say that Dak Prescott should be good to go for training camp, which hopefully will be the old-fashioned way because Dak Prescott needs that. Okay, and think and thinking back to the criticism, look, the criticism I, I gave him from 2019, I still stick to that, but from 2020, even though a lot of those high stats came in garbage time. We really have to keep in mind, Dak Prescott did not have any offensive line protection, okay? But of course, then again, he, he, he did make, of course, he made those unnecessary risks and mistakes on his own. But then again, he's not a perfect guy. That's obviously something he's got to work on. He needs to understand, you know, if there's nobody open and you're under a lot of pressure, just throw the ball away. If, if the guys are still far away, just throw the ball away. Of course, try to avoid intentional grounding because that's definitely a killer. But... But as far as uh, Prescott goes, I only hope that you know he's able to go for a training camp. But right now, as far as that goes, we we can only hope that 
that he, he's franchised because look, what scares me the most is if we do pay Prescott all that money and then starting immediately next season, Dak Prescott is like is average at best. It's not good, guys. It's not okay. We we cannot afford to play, to dump the money truck on a player that's gonna be average. Okay, we need somebody to be above average to be high status, high tier. Okay, like if Dak Prescott can is def if excuse me, if Dak Prescott is paid and he pay and he plays at a level where he's nominated for the NFL's MVP, or let's say next season he plays so great, the Cowboys are so good, they go to the NFC Championship, and let's say the next three years the, the Cowboys go deep in the playoffs and possibly, well, I can't say go to the Super Bowl because, you know, I, I still won't change my mind. that I and, and as much as I hate to say it, but as long as Jerry Jones is uh, the GM, then I still have my doubts on the Super Bowl. But if Dak Prescott defies all the odds and still manages to take us to a Super Bowl, then I just might say, well, we're certainly getting something back. But of course, if we dump the money truck on Dak Prescott, the main thing for him to do was to help win us the Super Bowl. I mean, it's been so long. We haven't won a Super Bowl since 1996, okay? And for those, for those of you, if, if you listen to my uh, Super Bowl shows, on the, my Super Bowl episodes, you know that I was three years old the last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl. Three years old. I wasn't even in the United States. I was in France, okay? Think of everything that's happened since then in the NFL. I mean, the New England Patriots winning six Super Bowls during that time. Just like that. We were five Super Bowls ahead, and now look what they are. They have six, okay? Six. Totally unacceptable. I mean, the Cowboys really, there's been nothing going on, okay? Have we forgotten how important winning is, the winning culture is? And that's another thing. If having Prescott here, if, if he's putting... The great stats, if they're in garbage, whether they're in garbage time or not, if we're not winning games, then what's the point? Okay, I understand he'll probably set records, and of course, you know the stats will certainly speak for themselves. He might make you know Sports Center, you know, top ten plays of this certain week. But if the Cowboys don't win the game, then what's the point? Okay, have we forgotten? Has Cowboys Nation forgotten how important winning is? We need to win some games. We need to win in the playoffs. God, we need to win the freaking Super Bowl for God's sake. All those years of wasted talent. You know, it's unacceptable. The Cowboys are a loaded team. We have Amari Cooper on offense. We do have a talented running back in Ezekiel Elliott, but what we saw, you know, this past season and, you know, lately, ever since he got paid, we have not gotten the results we're looking for. The whole example was with Ezekiel Elliott. He held back until he got what he wanted. He got what he wanted. What have we gotten from him since? Well, we got a little something, but a little something is not going to cut it, ladies and gentlemen. We can't settle for a little something. We need to get what we paid for, okay? We need better results, okay? And it's been reported numerous times that there's a very likely possibility that Ezekiel Elliott will be traded from the Cowboys. That certainly would be a nasty divorce, okay? And, of course, Dak Prescott... Not be, not signing the franchise tag or not, not able to uh, get a deal, him signing a, with another team, that's also a nasty divorce, and that would not be good for the Dallas Cowboys. But as far as Elliott goes, if a trade happens, then if it's if it benefits us, then I guess. But if you want my honest opinion, I seriously doubt that we're going to trade Ezekiel Elliott. But as far as Ezekiel Elliott goes, he needs to get it together, you know. 
And that's two years, you know, since that extension. We, we we really need to see more from him. I mean, no more fumbles. We need some better runs. You know, I don't even remember like how, how many one hundred how many one hundred yard games did he get th- this past season? I know he got at least two, but I'm pretty sure he he got less than he had less than five. That's totally unacceptable. But at the same time, Ezekiel Elliott had the same problem that Dak Prescott did. He did not have the offensive line to help create room for him. But the problem is. Those fumbles, they cannot be blamed on the, on the lack of protection for the offensive line. Because there was that one fumble against the Cleveland Browns. Zeke Elliott breaks free on a 40-yard run. He fumbles the ball when he's tackled by, 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 the sec, by the Browns' secondary. Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot blame that on the freaking offensive line. That, that's, just not how, that's just not the ball game. That's not how it goes, okay? But, so. but in Prescott's case, going back to, to what's going on, is that... By March, if he's not, if they can't reach a deal, they really have no choice but but to franchise tag him. And, and him getting the franchise, he's certainly going to make a huge amount of money out of it. So, and I say the franchise tag is the best way to go because, <coughs> excuse me, we we have to see how he does in 2021. You know, coming off a nasty ankle injury. Number one, we we have to see if he's able to stay healthy. We have to see if he if he actually play better football. We have to see if he can actually create a great groove on the offense. Overall, we have to see if he's able to lead the Dallas Cowboys to a win. Of course, he cannot do it by himself because Dak Prescott needs the support of the defense to do their job. But 2021, this may be it for Dak Prescott. If he's under the franchise and he's average to below average, then it's officially time to say goodbye. You know, we've been patient enough. There's obviously no change coming. The confidence is gone. It, it would be time to move on. And if the if the Dallas Cowboys, you know, are, are even worse than they were this past year, then if they manage to get a top five draft pick, or if if they somehow manage to get the number one overall pick, and if the number one overall pick in twenty twenty two is a, is a quarterback, then yeah, it's time to say goodbye. It's time to move on. But a lot of people, and I sh- and I really sh- I probably should have mentioned this earlier, but I'm definitely going to mention it now. But after Dak Prescott got hurt, a lot of people were pretty pissed off that he was not paid. What what those people do not seem to understand is that if Dak Prescott had gotten paid, and then he suffers this gruesome injury, believe me, folks, the situation is a hundred times worse. Because if Dak Prescott suffers the gruesome ankle injury after he's being paid, like let's say he you know he had, he just signs like a four to six year deal worth with worth over, like, $150 million, you know, whatnot. Well, you guys get the idea. He signs a huge, lucrative blockbuster deal with all the bells and whistles, then he gets hurt. The reason why that the situation is 100 times worse is because he becomes a liability. Not, not just a simple liability, but a major injury liability. Because when you suffer an injury that nasty, folks, your ankle's not the same. Of course, it'll heal properly, and of course, strength will, can return. But when a f- bone shatters that way, it did. <coughs> you're, you're never the same. Now, I'm not saying that Dak Prescott won't be able to run anymore. He won't be able to, able to scramble or whatever. I'm sure. You know, I, I still know he, he's gonna be able to. Uh, I, I know that he's able to retain and regain much of his great athletic ability. But the bottom line is that ankle is never gonna be the same, and. If, if he gets paid and then 
misses the, the amount of time that he got, and, he, and we have to pay him you know, despite that because, you know, of the guarantees in the contract, and unless there's some sort of special clause. Yeah, yeah, as far as those NFL contracts goes, keep in mind, folks, a lot of these contracts have different clauses and everything. There's always a catch in an NFL contract. It's, it's not like the money just finds itself in the player's pocket. There's always a catch or two. So. But the bottom line is, to say that the Cowboys failed Prescott for not paying him after he got hurt is honestly just a very silly thing to say. Because like I said, if he got paid, he gets hurt. The situation's so worse. Dak Prescott's a major financial and injury liability because there's no no way of knowing. You know, People will ask, well, how do we know he won't get hurt again? How do we know that that ankle is, you know, the fact that, you know, it's not the same. How do we know it's not going to affect him? It's not going to affect his ability to play, his playing ability. As far as I know, lately there's been no reports that Dak Prescott is suffering any ill effects. I mean, if there's anything about Dak Prescott lately uh, that's that's related to the injury, he seems to be progressing quite well. And apparently they're even saying that he's, quote, ahead of schedule as far as his rehab and his recovery process goes. Uh, still, if uh, there's no sense of rushing the rehab because rushing rehab is certainly not going to allow the injury to heal properly, that's definitely, definitely going to affect, affect your playing ability and your athletic style. So to close it up, in this situation now, whatever happens, it's going to happen. But if Prescott and the Cowboys are unable to reach a deal that is reasonable for both sides and it creates, you know, some sense of security for the Cowboys too, but as well as Prescott. And if he's una- if he's not willing to sign the franchise tag or whatever, then it's got to be done. If we have to r- let him go, then I guess so be it. But the problem is if we let him go, the question is who becomes the quarterback for the Cowboys? I mean, it's unclear. It's unclear if Andy Dalton's coming back. <laughs> but and you know as far as Garrett Gilbert goes I mean I really doubt that they're going to sign Garrett Gilbert to a huge deal and uh, with the Cowboys you know the Cowboys having the 10th the overall pick there's no telling if any of the quarterbacks will be there I mean we know that Trevor Lawrence won't be there but we don't know if the dude uh, from BYU and the, the dude from Ohio State they're, they're unlikely to be there at number 10 so and the, and the Cowboys can't just let Prescott go and then and risk, you know, going to the draft, hoping for the best, that maybe a good quarterback will be there when it's their time to pick, so. But also, and here's what's important is, if the Cowboys were to let Prescott go and then rely on a rookie quarterback, that's actually not the best thing to do because we need somebody with some experience. We need somebody that's been with the Cowboys for a while now, and that and that's definitely Prescott. So, if we stick with Prescott then you know all we can do is hope that he has a great training camp a great mini camp he's in good shape his injury is 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 nicely healed he feels great and you know his accuracy is improved he uh, improves his consistency I mean if, if he becomes a much better player then we'll, we'll be good but the problem is there's no telling if it's gonna happen or not I mean some people say it won't happen but for me I'm not gonna make the assumption I can't assume anything. I mean, yeah, Prescott has not been the be- has not really been the gr- the best quarterback the last year or so, but you know that that was the past. You know, and now that we're talking the future, we, we don't know if anything's if if anything's changed. So, and anything can change. So, but right now, as far as the future with uh, Prescott goes, it, it, it's totally unclear. And here's something really interesting: is that the Cowboys apparently 
released their 2021 hype video. And I should mention to you folks that Dak Prescott is not, I repeat, he is not in that video. How concerning is that, folks? How concerning is that? It's definitely a cause for concern, but the Cowboys said, you know, after he got hurt, uh, Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones both made it clear that the injury does not change the plans, their plans regarding Dak Prescott's future. So, I don't know. Because the problem is, you know, there's still problems, you know, with, with, with the two sides reaching a deal. And, and ESPN, apparently, um, a source, you know, via Jeremy Fowler, Dak Prescott apparently seems to be the number, their number one free agent available. <laughs> According to this, in, in his best fit is the Carolina Panthers. Well, I mean, I guess that, that, that that's got to fire up the Cowboys even more. I mean, a deal if a deal's got to be done, then fine. But but I think the best thing to do is just to give him the franchise tag because we really have to see how great he plays. How great how great he plays in two thousand twenty one. But as far as far as him not being in the hype video, if if he does sign a new deal or if they franchise him, he's coming back at least for next season. I can't imagine how difficult it'll be for him to play knowing that he's not on the freaking hype video. <laughs> and there's actually a question that's been asked on Twitter. If, if his second surgery is going to impact the contract negotiations, it, it, it probably will, but I don't, I don't see it negatively impacting it. Because again, the second surgery was merely a precaution. It was just to see... Like that, and it's it's not a setback. It's not like he's suffering any ill effects anyway. So yeah, yeah. Looking at look at this tweet. So this guy's asking R.J. Ocha if it's possible that foretold teams agreed with the contracts that Jared Goff and Carson Wentz got before Dak Prescott. Well, I'll be honest. The fact that and the Cowboys have got to take they got to take note of this. The Eagles made a huge mistake dumping the money truck on Carson Wentz. And the Los Angeles Rams made a huge mistake dumping the money truck on Jared Goff. Because Jared Goff is no longer a member of the Rams, he was traded to the Detroit Lions, along with several uh, first-round picks for Matthew Stafford. And I actually was debating, should I do an episode you know, on, possi- on possibly having Matthew Stafford come to the Cowboys if we let Dak Prescott walk? I'm going to be honest, folks. I did flirt with that idea. But then I quickly came to my senses and say it's not worth it because, look, Matthew Stafford has a hell of a throwing arm, okay? And it's a shame that all those years wasted because he played for such terrible Detroit teams. It's a shame. But the problem is, he, uh, Matthew Stafford, he's going to be 33 years old by the time next season starts, okay? The Cowboys need to get it, go with a young guy that still has plenty of, ahead of him. I'm not saying that Matthew Stafford's time is, is coming uh, to an end. But we, we can't have a guy that's 33 years old and say this guy's our future. So, and as, as far as as far as the Rams go, I mean, it, it's it's really gonna stink for them. I mean, everything everything they gave up to draft Jared Goff, and now and then everything they sent with him to get to, to get him from Detroit. <laughs> I mean, the Rams won't be getting any first round picks anytime soon, right? And that's really a damn shame. And there's a story saying that Carson Wentz is gonna be traded. Sometime within the next few days, 
and I'll tell you this, okay, if there's any Cowboy fan out there that's flirting with the idea of bringing Carson Wentz to Dallas, I would say, dude, forget it. Forget about it. Forget about it. <coughs> I'm sorry, folks. I'm just so pumped up right now. I'm really talking so fast. I'm not even taking the time to drink any water. Give me one second, please. Yeah, forget about it. I would rather, I'd probably rather have Dak Prescott than Carson Wentz. Now, Carson Wentz certainly was good in 2017, but since then, really hasn't been, really hasn't been convincing. I mean, lost his starting job to Jalen Hurts, and yeah. Of course, according to Ian Rappaport, the Eagles have been getting trade calls around Carson Wentz, and then he mentions that Philly has no plans to get to trade him. Apparently, they have. He's he's saying, "quote They haven't hung up the phone either." So I guess that means even though they don't plan to trade Carson Wentz, I'm guessing they're still listening to offers because, of course, if there's a great offer there, I, mean, I guess you might as well take it, right? I mean, some offers are too sweet; you really can't pass up the opportunity. So as far as that, yeah, I mean, I never, I never really was fully uh, dedicated to the to the idea of Matthew Stafford coming to the Cowboys, even though Matthew Stafford is a hometown boy in the DFW area. It's no point because, like I said, Matthew Stafford is going to be is already in his mid is going into his mid thirties, and we don't know how much how much he has left. I mean, he, I know he can still throw, and he's always been known for being a great thrower. But yeah, we need we need to, and, and I'm not sure if he's still. Some might say he's, he's he's certainly coming out of his prime. I mean, I'm not sure if he's still in his prime yet. He's still playing decently, but but then again, let's keep in mind he, he's been stuck. He's, he's been stuck with so many terrible Detroit t- teams that we've never really been able to see the best that Matthew Stafford can offer, and maybe he can do that against the Rams. Of course, there's the whole thing with Deshaun Watson. Now, Deshaun Watson is a, is a different story. But I am not willing to give up two first-round picks to get Deshaun Watson, so absolutely not. So it's really, I mean, it's 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 really a drama show regarding these quarterbacks. And now there's rumors saying that that Aaron Rodgers wants a new deal with the Green Bay Packers. If it, and I swear to you, folks, I swear to you, on my grandfather's graves, I've seen on Twitter. People actually flirting with the idea of somehow bringing bringing in Aaron Rodgers to the Dallas Cowboys. Nope, it will not happen, folks. That is merely a pipe dream. Keep dreaming, because that's all it is. It's just a dream. So, so to close it up, the situation with Dak Prescott is apparently they're nowhere near close to reaching a deal. And it, it seems like within the next month or so, we're going to find out what the future holds for Prescott. But if you want my opinion in a nutshell, it's it's just a franchise tag him. Signing him to a long-term deal is not the way to go. I, I can't change my mind on that. You know, like I said, I've had more than my fair share of criticism on the guy. Now everything is obviously not his fault, but him demanding $40 million a year, no, no. We we can't do business like that. It's not gonna. I already know that that would not work out. So because you know, we haven't seen anything much out of Prescott. I mean, yeah. Again, of course, there's the those good stats, but again, those stats came against bad teams and they came in garbage time. We didn't win the game. We didn't win. 
in those garbage time, we didn't win the game. So, so what's the point? Again, ladies and gentlemen, it's all about winning. We need to win. We need to have a quarterback that can help us win. And that's been a problem lately. So, best thing to do, franchise, give Deck the franchise tag again. Hope he can stay healthy and play good next year. Then we take it from there. Ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you very, very much for tuning in, and I will see you next time.